0: Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to this episode of Astros Baseball, and thanks to everyone out there. If you're watching live on Facebook or X, I am joined, as you can see, by Stadium Steffi. Steffi with the new mic. What's up?
1: Hi, friends. How are you? <laughs> yeah, no, man. Just living the dream is what I keep telling myself. It's someone's dream. We're not sure who's yet. Could be mine. Yeah. We'll find out.
0: I'm living my dream. I can tell you that. <laughs> All beautiful.
1: right. We love that. So the first
0: topic I want to get into is the winter meeting results. This is when all the me- the owners get together and they try to wheel and deal and this is what the Astros did. And when I think we're going to talk about what you think about it later so I guess we won't give our opinions. But <laughs> they needed a backup catcher. Rumor came around that it was it could have been Maldi, but it was Victor Caratini. a a catcher from Milwaukee, two years, 12 million, hit 259 last year, uh, his splits 259, 327, 383. What do you think about this pickup?
1: Honestly, I like it. Um, I think that this is going to be someone good to back up Yiner and I think he was very cost effective, which is good. So you're not paying a whole lot for a guy who again is going to be hopefully on the bench most of the time with Yiner getting his, uh, his start. So I'm excited for it. Um, And obviously, too, he has a little bit of experience, so he can be that guy to help Yiner out when he needs it. So definitely excited about it. Um, I think it was a really good pickup.
0: Yeah. And he is a backup catcher. So he's not coming here thinking he's battling for the start. I think he caught 62 games last year. uh, Yeah. bad. Milwaukee.
1: Yeah. Not bad.
0: So the other one the Astros did, they made a trade with the Kansas City Royals. For a bullpen arm, so Dana said we need a catcher, backup catcher, and we need bullpen arms, and that's all he said. And they got Dylan Coleman, three seasons for the Royals, ninety-six games, three point eighty-eight career ERA, one point thirty-seven WHIP. That is not too bad. Uh, Ninety-five mile hour fastball, eighty-one slider, ninety cutter, ninety-nine innings, ninety-nine strikeouts, fifty-seven walks. That's I think the Astros can uh, make this guy even better. I think it's a decent pickup.
1: I agree. I think they can work with that. I mean, again, Dana said we need the bullpen help. That's what they got. So um, excited to see what he can do here. And I think, too, when you're surrounded by pitchers that are maybe a little bit higher caliber, not that the Royals aren't great, you know, but the Astros, the the depth, um, the, heightened, the heightened pressure a little bit, it makes you either – You sink or you swim, you know, and most of these guys have been lucky enough to swim and hopefully he's one of those guys too. So I don't know. I think it was another really good pickup. Um, Yeah. Another good pickup really. That's it.
0: All right. So we need some more bullpen arms because Mm -hmm. we lost three. We lost Phil Maton, Hector Neris, Ryan Stanek. And this is what I heard about these three guys. Well, actually Ryan Stanek, I haven't heard anything. Phil Maton, (gasps) Looks like we could be losing him to St. Louis. Now, this is one of those times where I see the headline, but I don't click on it. But that could be possible. But it said, I did read this, the Astros are one of three teams trying to uh, negotiate with Hector Neris. And that would be pretty awesome to get him back.
1: Yeah, I 100% agree. I think Hector Naris too, he's a clubhouse guy. He's one of those guys who brings a very specific kind of energy to what this team needs. Um, I mean, obviously, with them allowing him to do one of the postseason, uh, one of the postseason cheers, I think was awesome. And so, man, I think he's one of those guys that you need him back. Uh, and the thing is, he just he knows what he's worth, and he was willing to decline that qualifying offer to hopefully get that. And I think he will, and I hope it's with us.
0: Yeah, he had one more player option this year, and. He's worth more money than it was worth. So yeah. he put himself out there. I, I I I would assume he wanted to come back with the Astros, but they're gonna have to pay yeah. him. What do you think he is worth? So next
1: up. Exactly.
0: Thank you, Maldi. No more Maldonado. And I'm I so know. sad. I was hoping I'm he could be the backup or something.
1: I am too. And I think it was definitely oh, seeing everyone's like responses and everything, writing out their Goodbye, Maldi stuff on Instagram and Twitter and the retweets and the reposts and everything, man. I, oh, my heart,
0: love <laughs> Maldi. The guy got so much hate, but it seems like he was really loved.
1: He was. And I think that, again, it's it's one of those things that speaks to, like, you're a clubhouse guy. Like, people are going to know you have their back. People are going to know that you're going to bring a certain kind of veteran presence to the team. And he was one of those guys. So I'm definitely definitely bummed that he won't be here this upcoming season but at the same time hopefully on to bigger and better things
0: i can definitely see him being some sort of coach um Maldy, 6 agree. seasons 6 seasons with the astros 6 playoff appearances he just happened to come when we were really good <laughs> but three world series appearances one world series championship this is a great career for anyone i would take it he caught two no hitters. He caught two immaculate innings in one game.
1: One game, absolute history. Like how?
0: And he's awesome. Just how? Oh, he he's amazing. Be, he may not be the best hitter, but he's awesome. And I, you know, I love him. Yeah. And I gotta find a new favorite player. And so that's something we'll follow along here on the old podcast here until oh, I don't uh, know what you're gonna do starts, and we'll we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. <laughs>
1: Struggle's going to be real finding a favorite, though.
0: All right. The Rule 5 draft happened yesterday, and I missed the Major League part, but I was waiting for my wife in the truck, and so I was listening live to the AAA part of it. And I, I thought it was called the Minor League part, but it's the AAA part, and I guess that's because in order to be protected, you have to be on, I think it's 38. 38 man roster and and, on the triple a roster. And it's something if you were, you know, drafted or signed at 19, like you can only be there five or six years. It happened. It's just so you're not just sitting there forever and it it keeps people from stockpiling, but the Astros did not pick up anybody. And of all those players they done, I don't think they lost anybody. Right. On the trip.
1: Not that I heard of. And I feel like we would have seen it. Had uh, had anyone gotten taken? Um, yeah, I I didn't get to keep up with it nearly as much as I wanted to either. So I'm over here trying to look it up right now. I'm not going to lie to you. We're trying I to do. It I don't in, think they
0: lost anybody. Time research. You know, we had that big list. Like, are they going to take Shea Whitcomb? Are they going to take? They didn't lose any of those guys. Yeah. Uh, they protected Kennedy Corona. So I guess that's somebody they thought somebody might. Oh, take. Kennedy
1: is. I think he's going to be a great one this upcoming year. And uh, speaking of just minor league players, I mean, you know, obviously we have Jake Myers, Dana kind of mentioned that he's going to have him, you know, with that start in center field this upcoming year. And so I think that give, give Jake the opportunity, see what happens. But if not, we have a lot of outfielders that are currently in the minor leagues that are very close. I think we have three or four guys that, are predicted that they could come up even this year in the outfield specifically. So, you know, hopefully Jake can make something happen, but if not, like we have backup, we have guys waiting in the wings yeah. that are, that are ready to go, hopefully. Um, and I think, I think Kennedy could easily be one of those guys.
0: Yeah. What they're going to do is he's going to be center fielder. Chaz is going to be in left. Yep. But then when Jordan's in left, they're going to move. He's going to move to center field and Jake will be out. You can just have Chaz in center field and have Corey Jolks in left field and take him go. out. There's many things you can do. I really, without a shadow of a doubt, I thought that Jake Myers was trade date. I thought they were going to trade him for a relief pitcher or something. And even Corey Jolks. I'm pretty surprised that, you know, they didn't really make a move with the enormous roster of pitchers and the enormous roster of outfielders they have, I'm surprised they didn't move any of them.
1: Yeah. I was actually really surprised at that too. And that's not to say that it still won't happen. There's still plenty of time for tons of moves to be made between now and opening day. But I was also very surprised that they didn't, you know, dangle a carrot in front of another team and say, Hey, got any relief pitchers for us? You know, (laughs) aside from obviously the one that we got, but yeah, I was I was very surprised that there wasn't a little bit more action. But again, still plenty of time left. And I'm excited to see what Dana's going to do this year, especially with it being his first full year with an off season as the GM. Um, I'm excited. I think I think we're going to be in for a fun run. And I think uh, speaking of.
0: Yeah. Speaking of <laughs>
1: perfect timing.
0: <laughs> That's our next subject. I love it. I saw someone put a poll out. It was just a person. It wasn't a yeah. sports writer or anything. And it says, Is Dana. I don't think he asked if Dana was the right man, but maybe, maybe he did. Like, after yeah. what happened, do you think he's the right man? You know, I'm going to use Jake. I traded these guys. Like, you know, what's happening with Bregman? He already said Bregman's going to stay.
1: Yeah. I mean, I. I feel like it's going to be one of those where like we have to see a few more of what kind of big moves he makes. Because I think that was the thing that set Luno apart was he he made some insane deals. How? I don't know what he paid these people, you know, to be like, hey, let me take this really incredible guy out from you. Like, let me get your for Josh Fields real quick. Is that cool with you? You cool with (laughs) that? I'm cool with that. Let's just trade them just like for like. They're basically the same, you know? And then you end up with Jordan Alvarez on your team for one other player win, and you know hindsight for the Dodgers yeah. is 2020. But you know I'm waiting for Dana to make a bigger move before I, I trust him. But I want to be hyped for Dana the way we were hyped for Lunau. Um, I never felt Braves, that with right? Click. Yeah, is he?
0: Wasn't he with the brace before he came? Oh he was- no
1: no no, he was with the Cardinals. Oh, no, wait, I'm no, talking. you're talking about Dana. Yes. Yeah, Dana Brown. Yes. Because
0: so he was with the Braves and he was known for like signing the players yes. and keeping our, our player. So that's something to look forward
1: to. Mm-hmm.
0: I, I'm like 1000% sure that they're going to make a deal with Altuve because he doesn't want to go anywhere and he, he takes friendly deals. But Bregman doesn't seem like the kind of guy. Like he, I think he's going to be in his 30s. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, the guy is. One of the best third basemen in baseball, he's they're not gonna say, he hey, take 15 million because he's already making 30. I mean, yeah. the guys he, I, I don't think Bregman's gonna be around. And the reason you don't trade him, and this is what I said on the last episode: we're we're still good. If yep, we weren't exactly. any good and we weren't making a World Series run, then yeah, go ahead and get rid of him. But there's we're not that's why we never got rid of Springer, that's why we never got rid of anybody good, because we've been in the world series hunt every year and you just keep them till they, until their contract's up.
1: Yeah, exactly. I think it's going to be interesting to see what kind of deals he makes. I think, you know, obviously to see how his first draft kind of pans out with some of these guys, I think he was really big on the drafting aspect too, from what I heard is, you know, I mean, he helped to make the Braves what they are right now, which is obviously a powerhouse. They're incredibly good with just some ridiculous talent. And so I'm excited to see what he does. I'm not I'm not fully like, Dana, Dana, you know, yet. But I'm like, let's go, Dana. You know, hey, for that's, some that's of the you, energy
0: level. <laughs> for some of you listening, and you're sitting here like yelling at your phone or wherever you're at. You're like, he got JV last year. Like I forgot about that. He did He did yeah. make a big move in, at that the is trade true. deadline. He that traded a couple of people I didn't want to lose. But uh, exactly. I did, you know, in the minor league part, we forgot to talk about that. That we is true. To talk about, I skipped all over that, but I'll, I'll just,
1: no That's wonder fine. it says,
0: I, I'm all, I, I made the little banners and I did wrong.
1: You know, but, we, but, we're just going to roll with it. Whatever. We'll make it work.
0: <laughs> so let me tell you this, that A, the AAA one, right? You have to be protected yeah. or they could take you. The Guardians took Corpus Christi Hooks pitcher Tyler Brown. The Marlins took outfielder Marty Costas. The Yankees took right-handed pitcher Kevin Castro. And the Astros took Raylene Perez from Boston, low A. So they did pick up a guy, and they lost three guys. And I think they're all in double A. One of them's in low A, I think.
1: Crazy.
0: So in the big big portion, I think you have to pay the other team $100,000, I think, to take a guy, but in, in AAA, it's 24.5 thousand and they can only protect those 38 guys. So there you go. I forgot about it. But is Dana Brown the right guy? Let's go back to that. <laughs> since that's the subject right now. Um, I don't know. It's like we're spoiled. We had Luno. And like you said, the guy was amazing. Yeah. Uh, we'll see. I think the jury is still out. Just remember he gave us JV. Did it work out? Not yet, because we didn't win the World sure. Series. But we did get we did we get there. I can't. See, my memory is so short.
1: <laughs> Same. I
0: don't even I'm remember like if we chihuahua. got to the World Series last year.
1: I'm like a chihuahua. I don't really. know. We didn't, know. right? Like, oh. yeah, we, we did, did it. We did it. We did it. We yeah, did that's not. Right. So sad. I don't want to that, talk about that, it. That, I'm upset. That's my old so. man
0: memory. So okay. So the jury's <laughs> still out. I don't know what you guys think. But, but yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Definitely. But yeah, and I think, too, again, with the JV thing, I will say the one thing that I've noticed with Dana is he is still operating very much with a we're still good mentality and not a, hey, we're going to trade away the farm because we didn't win the World Series this one year. And we're losing people. And yeah, we're losing people. But, you know, the core of our group is still here. We still have a lot of really great talent, a lot of guys that I think are just, you know.
0: Everybody's here but Maldi and three relief pitchers.
1: Exactly. Exactly all that. Exactly. Everyone and, is back. We got some people waiting in the wings that I think are going to be great. So yeah, it's going to be an interesting
0: year. And it's not like the Astros have a ton of space that if they sign someone big, they're going to go over. And I don't know if they want to go over the, uh, the luxury tax, but I mean, if there's a team that has a nice player with a few years left, that could help you. Like I said, you have a plethora. Did I, I didn't say that word, but you have a ton of, of extra word. Outfielders. You have a ton of extra starting pitchers, especially when these two guys get back. And I heard it wasn't going to be till July or June. Did you read that?
1: I read that too. And I'm just like, man, LMJ like feels like we haven't seen him in 10 years. Yeah, It's such a bummer, such a struggle. And it's like.
0: Ever since they extended him, he's just made out of glass. Yeah.
1: Yeah. All but he's really good.
0: When he's not hurt, he's really, really good. Exactly. exactly. Imagine that team and, last year with him. God.
1: I mean, imagine him with a fully healthy Luis Garcia, a fully healthy Arkey, a fully healthy LMJ. Like, God. Yeah. We could it could have been a whole different year, but I mean, that's baseball. And you're gonna you're gonna run into these things, these adversities that you have to overcome them or you don't win. And that's that's what happened.
0: Astro fans we are so spoiled the most that we kind of think last year was a bad year we went to the ALCS. yeah it just feels like we got let down but it we're, feels we're, like it we're was still worse there
1: because of who won it that's my thoughts I feel like it feels worse because of that for me at least yeah. and even then I didn't really care that much like I mean I will say I didn't watch a ton of the World Series which was I don't know I just
0: I watched one game.
1: I watched one, and it was the one where the Diamondbacks just absolutely dominated. It was a great game. I loved oh, it.
0: I watched um, one where they were winning, and, and they gave up a two-run homer to tie it, and then they yeah. lost in the 10th inning. That's the only one I watch. I happen to be on night shift. If the nice. Astros were in the World Series, I'd probably have been burning all my uh, sick time. All your but, vacation days. Yeah. <laughs>
1: oh, that's rough. Man. But, yeah, so – but, no, I, I love that they're still operating with a very, you know, we can still be winners mentality. Uh, they're not letting their foot off the gas. I think if we can get Luis Lance back, I'd be a happy camper. And so I apologize to you guys
0: listening to the audio podcast. The topic of this conversation is Luis and LMJ. So Luis uh, Garcia and McCullers are both supposed to come back sometime in June – or July, I don't know. But that's kind of around uh the trade deadline, the all star break. Mm-hmm. No, the trade deadline's later, trade. right?
1: Yeah, trade deadlines a little bit
0: later, but, they can but not still, much. They can still trade all they want though.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just exactly.
0: that de- when that deadline comes, that makes it feel like that's the only time you can trade. It just feels that yeah. way. But, but when they come back
1: when the intensity gets they're gonna crazy. have
0: seven or eight re- I mean, starting pitchers. Starting
1: pitchers. And mm-hmm.
0: did you hear I, I said this in the last episode, force Whitley, they're gonna give him a shot in the bullpen. So there's another bullpen arm. I think, yeah, I think Dana doesn't want to spend money, and not because he's cheap, that there's not a lot of money to spend. Why not use some of our guys? I think Hunter Brown will be good in the bullpen.
1: And I feel the exact same way. I think for for me, I looked at that and I looked at how, you know, there's gonna be a plethora like you said earlier yeah plethora. Of starting of it's example. a great it's a great word I love that word but uh there's going to be an overabundance of starting pitchers and why not utilize some of those guys because then they can give their best stuff throw hard for one inning and yeah the preparation is different but I mean that's going to take time that's going to take getting used to being in the bullpen and yeah. for someone like LMJ who is just so good when he's here Maybe, like, if you take away the how long he has to pitch, maybe that's helpful for him. Maybe that helps him go a little bit harder for the innings that he is in there and he can just absolutely yeah. smash it, you know?
0: I think something about Lance McCullers is, like, somebody – I think somebody must have told him he didn't need surgery, so he didn't get it, and he ended up getting it. It just extended his
1: – Exactly. –
0: downtime. I thought he was going to be ready for next year at the beginning of the season because he was out all year this year. But- mm-hmm all the way till July or June all wow. the way till July and even Luis Garcia wow yeah what do you think about people uh commenting on social media that uh the sh- the not, I was gonna say the shot clock the uh, pitch clock is contributing to more injuries I would have to look up how many pitcher injuries there were this year versus last year I have no I have no idea but it did seem like a lot of pitchers got hurt.
1: Scientifically, I have not looked at the data, but I kind of thought that that was going to be an issue from the beginning. It was one of the reasons why I didn't like it. I didn't like that they were going to rush pitchers through their delivery because when you get used to doing a certain type of delivery for the first, you know, five, 10 years of your career, depending on how long you've been in the league, of course, but, you know, I can see that being a struggle. I can see that causing injury because maybe you're straining yourself a little bit more because you're not used to the quickness, you know? So um, that was something that I had kind of thought about before it, the season even really started. I was kind of wondering if that was going to contribute to some pitching injuries. Um, but yeah, I, I would love to see the data and see how, how, how the difference was, you know, from year to year.
0: Imagine you're chopping down a tree and you can't stop. You just got to keep hitting it. You can't, yeah. you know, you want to stop and go, let me take a breath. All right. Take let me a keep breather. going. And yeah. I think that's what they miss, especially uh, Framber. I think Framber misses being able to walk around and gather himself. Like he doesn't have time to gather himself. Mm-hmm. But also, also he threw a no hitter, and he was. I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say anything negative, but he wasn't very good. He, in the playoffs.
1: yeah, he struggled.
0: But the to offense is horrible. We yeah. played the Rangers with four hitters. That's it. Five through nine. <laughs> They all did horrible. So, we, I, there's nobody to blame. I don't, the pitchers didn't do as good as we wanted them to, and the hitters didn't. So, who are you going to blame? It's a team effort.
1: Exactly. I mean, I definitely saw that too. I think there was a struggle just all around. It looks like everyone was just exhausted. And it's like, you know, how do you, how do you win with a team like that? You yeah. know, it didn't feel like the Astros that we've seen in the playoffs. For the past other six years, you know, they did look a little bit more tired. I think it was just it was a rough postseason for all. And fingers crossed, next year is better, <laughs> or this year is better. This, this year, year, next yes. year, twenty
0: twenty four.
1: Yeah, technically that's we're still year. in twenty three though. So that's next. That's what year. I'm saying, see, it's confusing. Struggle is real.
0: <laughs> I can't believe it's December already. It just—it's insane. It goes. It's crazy.
1: It's it's wild, wild to me that it's December. Like, how did this happen? How did we get here? What <laughs> what year is it? I don't even know anymore. I
0: just barely learned to put twenty three, <laughs> and I already got to put twenty four.
1: That happens every year. It's like you finally get used to it, and then it's the next year.
0: All right, it's time for final thoughts. What final thoughts do you have about whatever you want to talk about? It doesn't even have to be about baseball. I could care less. Um. Because I talked about the college football thing, about how they (laughs) left that undefeated team out.
1: Oh, my gosh. 15 minutes. Hope you guys enjoyed it. That's insane. Yeah, I was going to say, though, I did hear a lot of my friends who were kind of justifying it in the sense that it's like TCU last year, where it's like you have a team that looks good in their, you know, what is it, league, I guess? Conference. Conference. There we go. I'm not big on the college football thing. But, um, you know, you have people that look like dominant powerhouses in their conference, but then they play against the other conferences and it's, it's the cracks start to show, you know? Yeah. So, it's kind of uh, unfair
0: because they lost their yeah. quarterback, but they kept winning.
1: Exactly. Kept winning That's the crazy thing. But
0: Yeah. Cause one thing on their starting, like third string yeah. quarterback or something. That's yeah. nuts. I think the second string quarterback would be ready for the bowl game, but yeah. I think they would get dominated. Yeah. Even though they're 13 and 0. And I think, I think like, uh, Alabama deserved to be in because they beat Georgia and Georgia hadn't been beaten like 29 games or whatever, but Texas beat Alabama. So it's like, they kind of both deserve it, I guess. I don't know. Cause yeah, I think it's, Alabama it's deserves it more than Texas, but Texas beat Alabama. And I think that's kind of the, but anyway, go yeah. ahead. what was your final thought? I um,
1: anyway, no final thoughts. Uh, first of all, I miss baseball season so much. I miss being at the ballpark. I miss minute made. Um, I'm excited for all of the new stuff that is to come around the ballpark. I think that's Mm going to be amazing. It's going to be amazing having what, you know, we've talked about for years. I mean, like, I think I told you in the last one that I was in with you, you know, they've been talking about this since 2018 internally. And so to see it finally coming to light. And actually, I think that the way they're doing it is even more extravagant than what they had looked at originally. So I think it's going to be incredible. Um, I can't wait for us to have that type of space in Houston. And I think it's going to keep more people around the ballpark. It's going to give more space. Um, and I think it's going to be amazing. But I can't wait for this upcoming season. But in the meantime, I'm going to enjoy the Rockets. I'm going to enjoy the Cowboys because uh, I'm not a Texans fan. <laughs> Sorry. But, uh, <laughs> uh, but no, yeah, hey, I'll enjoy the Longhorns as well. I'm going to watch that game. That's for Texas. sure.
0: That's the Texans, no, I said right Texans. There. No, but the Texans are bulls too. Look,
1: oh, I that's mean. right. I didn't know that they do this thing though. I
0: Oh, I don't know either, but they have it on
1: there. <laughs> just, we're just making it up as we go. You know that but... place
0: over there? What's it going to be called? They haven't had a name of it yet?
1: I don't think they've given a name yet.
0: I can imagine this. I can imagine it being so fun that if you live in Houston, you're like, hey, let's go there. Like oh, instead 100%. of saying, let's go to the game. You're like, Hey, let's yeah. go here. Let's go hang out.
1: Well, Cause you can take as
0: many people as you want. You don't got to buy tickets and you're going to exactly. have a good time.
1: Well, and I've been lucky enough that I've been to the battery in Atlanta. I've been to ballpark village in St. Louis. Um, I didn't get to go to Texas live. I actually went to a Rangers game with my family. My parents aren't huge, like party drinkers. So I was like, if I come to a game with my friends, we're definitely going to have to go to Texas live. But, um, you know, I've seen all of those spaces and how cool they are, and how exciting it is. Pre-game, post-game, Wrigleyville too. Oh my God, Wrigleyville, <gasps> so much fun! Um, but yeah, so to have that kind of space uh, for us Astros fans and for us Houstonians, Houstonians. I think it's going to be so fun. Hey, all of the Houston, even if you're not from Houston, like you're probably going to want to party there because that's going to be the spot that you know about, you know. <clears throat> so uh, I'm excited. I think it's going to be amazing. I think. Uh, yeah, I think it's going to be fun times, and I'm excited for the season. But like I said, in the meanwhile, I'm going to watch all the other sports. I'm probably going to video do some video game stuff. That's going to be fun. Um, and, yeah, we're just we're just going to hang out and have a good time until the Astros get rolling back again.
0: I'm looking forward to it. Here's my final this? thoughts. I ordered these on a uh, sticker. <laughs> Look at that. You <laughs> can't see so this fancy. unless you go. If you're watching live or you go to YouTube, I'm going to post this on YouTube. But they had the special, 50 stickers for $9. So I will be giving you guys stickers. If you want one, you can go give us a five-star review on Apple. That's the easiest way to get it. Or just get a hold of us somehow, and I'll figure out a way for you to earn this sticker. But I'm going to send you some, Steffi. I was going to
1: say, send some over, and I will send them to people with my calligraphy on their addresses. I'll do the cute calligraphy for the address. It's going to be a great time.
0: I'll definitely send you some. (laughs) can't wait. All right, folks. That's all we have for this episode of Astros Baseball. Like I said, I have an interview coming up, and uh, me and Steph will be back whenever there's some more stuff happening. So we'll see Yay you next time. Yay for more stuff! Yay!
1: Yay! You bye. know what? Here's another final thing before dang. you say bye. Too late. I already said bye. So <gasps> awesome.
0: My my granddaughter spent the night with us last night. It was so great. so great. I have three All right. See you next time, folks.
1: Bye.